You're listening to AIB Market Talk, bringing you financial market insights from AIB's experts. Hello and welcome to our monthly podcast covering the latest release of the AIB-sponsored Irish Manufacturing and Services Purchasing Managers Index. I'm Stuart Banks from our Treasury Unit and as usual I'm joined today by Oliver Mangan, AIB's Chief Economist, to discuss December's data. As we said previously, Ollie, a reading above 50 is considered expansionary and one below 50 is a sector in contraction. Um, on the manufacturing side, Ollie, uh, December's reading was below 50 and at 48.7, unchanged from November. Can you provide some colour here for our listeners, please? Yeah, that's correct. That's the second month in a row. We've seen the index below 50. So as you said, that points to a sector which is in contraction. Now, uh, <clears throat> this has been coming for some time because... New orders have been falling since June. And, you know, that eventually translates into a contraction in the sector. Uh, and we've also seen a decline in output in recent months as well. So to some extent, what manufacturers were able to do on the second half of the year was rely on quite an amount of pent-up demand or uh, orders that have yet to be filled. So what we're seeing in recent months is orders falling maybe more quickly than output. But we're also seeing firms age into their uh, like backlog of unfilled orders to keep activity going. Now, what was concerning, I suppose, about December is we saw a particularly sharp fall in orders, which is not good news, a decline in output, uh, and also the stock of finished goods rise, the stock of inputs rise, and that, you know, order backlogs continue to fall. So I think what that points to is, particularly the sharp fall in orders in December, is, you know, output declined, or activity declined in the second last two months of 2022, that's likely to remain a feature of the manufacturing sector in the autumn months of 2023 as well, because declining new orders usually is a, a lead indicator of declining activity in the sector as a whole. Now, having said that, um, <clears throat> you know, employment rose in the sector. Uh, there was a slight rise in the month, which is good news. Sentiment also improved in terms of the travel outlook, although it remains at relatively subdued levels on a, on a historical basis. And what we're seeing also, I suppose, it's not surprising if we're seeing weakening demand, weakening orders. Uh, we're seeing an easing of supply chain pressures. In other words, you know, what firms are reporting in terms of longer, longer supply delivery times, only 12% of firms reported longer delivery supply times in December. So that's well down earlier on in the year. And also the rate of inflation sector is, now it remains elevated, but it's beginning to ease. Um, so the, the rate of price increase for inputs fell to a 22-month low in December. And uh, in terms of what prices firms charge, output prices, they're actually at their second lowest level in the past uh, 19 months. But if you go back 10 or 20 years, they remain at elevated levels. So we are seeing easing pressure on supply chains, easing pressure on uh, input and output prices, but falling orders, and a particularly sharp decline in orders in um, December, which you know sets up the sector for I'd say a weak opening quarter in two thousand twenty-three. Okay, and given we're in uh, early January, Ali, and if we look back at twenty twenty-two, what have the readings for the um, manufacturing PMIs said as a whole? Well, it's a year two has uh, you know a strong opening half of the year, um, and you know that's what we've seen globally as well. Strong rises in output, employment orders, but then uh, weakening of activity in the second half of the year as they're falling orders since June translating into falling output and overall contraction in the sector in November, December. So a, a weak finish to the year. Um, so year two has, now I would say, I mean, the, the, the Irish, this is very much a trend we've seen elsewhere. 
And we know there's talk of recession in the UK, stagnation in the Eurozone, marks slow down in the US, and their manufacturing sectors in particular being quite weak. Now, the Irish index was at 48.7. That's the overall PMI index uh, for the second month in a row in December. Now, that's well above you know, the flash PMI readings we've seen for other countries. It was 46.2 in the US, 47.8 in the Eurozone, and 44.7 in the UK, which is a weak reading. So uh, this is a global slowdown in manufacturing activity. It's more pronounced elsewhere than in Ireland. But, you know, as I say, given the weakness of those orders in December in particular, those new orders, we are in for at least an opening quarter, a weak opening quarter of the year, not a weak opening half. Okay. And looking at the services PMI, Ali, the reading was a little bit more positive, 52.7 for December compared to 50.8 for November, the first rise in five months. What factors contributed to this? Yeah, no, I, I think in fairness, um, the reading in November was particularly weak and was a bit surprising. So it's probably more relevant to compare the December reading of 52.7 with the October reading of 53.2. And it's a bit below that level, obviously, in December. So we've seen a recovery in December um, after a marked fall in the index in November. So I think you've got to see it in that context. Demand actually picked up, orders picked up in December, again, after um, weakness in in, uh, November. Uh, we even saw a slight increase in backlogs of unfulfilled orders because of the pickup in demand. Uh, and a further solid rise in employment. And the firm's outlook also improved for the next 12 months. So overall, th- this is not a bad report. Um, you know, 52.7 or 53.2 in October, they're consistent with a, you know, a reasonably, I suppose, a moderate to solid expansion in the pace of activity in the sector. What I would say is, uh, unlike the manufacturing side, I mean, the services side covers, is, covers four surveys. And what has been noticeable reading in the second half of the year has been a very weak performance by the transport, tourism and leisure sector. Uh, and that's weighing down the overall index. So the business activity index was 52.7, as you said, in December. If you look at the, if the transport, tourism and leisure sector, it was actually 44.0. So that's well into contraction charity. And the other sectors are actually performing quite well. You have very strong readings for technology, media, telecoms, and business services in particular. So the Irish index is is holding up relatively well. I mean, again, if you look at the the, the global context, uh, other countries are seeing either 50 or below for their services readings in um, in December. I mean, it was 44.4 in the US, which is very weak, um, 49.1 in the Eurozone, 50 in the UK, so well below the Irish levels. And I say in the context of the Irish sector, it's that weak performance by transport, tourism, and leisure. And it's across a lot of the uh, indices, it's like it's new business, it's new exports, it's outstanding business, it's business activity, all reporting weak levels uh, again in December in that particular sector. Um, now, the sector has still lost momentum in the second half of the year. The reasons are not as strong as the first half of the year. And a bit like the manufacturing side, um, while there's continuing strong upper pressure on prices, uh, the rate of increase is easing. So again, for the input prices, the rate of increase fell to an 11-month low. And on the output side, the prices charged by firms, it was at its lowest level since uh, August. Although, again, I'd point out, these are historically are still at quite elevated readings. So inflationary pressures remain strong, but not quite as strong as we saw uh, in the early part of the year and through the summer. Okay. And again, the same question, Ali, looking back at 2022 as a whole, what have the services PMI numbers told us? Well, the, the services sector in particular, I mean, uh, 
rebounded very strongly post-COVID because that was badly impacted by COVID. And we saw very strong readings in the first half of the year, consistent with very robust growth in the sector. The sector, the service sector then lost momentum in the second half of the year. And what we're seeing, it, the sectors continue to expand at a, real, a solid enough pace, but nothing like we saw in the first half of the year. So it has lost some momentum, but still continue to perform. Look, employment's rising, orders are rising, activity is rising, but not at the same pace as we saw earlier on in the year. And again, I suppose we're seeing a global slowdown in the service sector activity as a reference, this is, but not as pronounced in Ireland as elsewhere. And it's, overall, it's driven by you know a marked rise in inflation, putting pressure on household incomes, leading to a weakening of demand, a weakening of order, of orders and weakening activity in the sector then as a result. Okay, and maybe to wrap up, Ollie, what does this data tell us, the service and the manufacturing, about the state of the Irish economy, where we are now and maybe where we're going? Well, 2022 was, you know, a year of remarkably strong growth in the Irish economy. We actually have GDP figures for the first um, nine months of the year. And for those GDP, exports and domestic demand, you know, they all expanded at a very rapid pace in around 10% growth and 15% for exports. Um, but there are clear signs that the economy lost momentum in the second half of the year. We can see the retail sales data, we can see the PMIs, uh, but overall, a very strong year for the Irish economy. So as we enter 2023, what you say is there is a loss of momentum and that will be reflected in the performance for 2023 as a whole. We know we're going to have a much weaker global economy um, this year. Your forecasts have been cut dramatically uh, for the major economies. Uh, a decline in output or recession has been forecast for the UK this year. Uh, very little growth or stagnation in the Eurozone and just modest growth in the US. And obviously we are very much an open economy, so we're going to be impacted by that. But I would say, you know, even the PMIs are telling you that the activity is holding up better here than elsewhere. So we will see the Irish economy perform, outperform next, uh, sorry, in 2023. We we should we should still register solid growth. I mean, the, the, the latest forecast which came out before Christmas, we have the OECD, we have the SRI, they're talking about a growth of three or 4% in the Irish economy. I mean, that's going to be a lot better than elsewhere. Will be a marked deceleration from the pace of growth we saw in both, you know, twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two, when GDP was up by ten percent plus, domestic demand rising at a very rapid rate as well. So we are going to see uh, an appreciable slowdown in the pace of economic activity in the economy in twenty twenty three, but overall we'd still be optimistic that the economy will still see, you know, solid growth. I mean, household savings are at very high levels, jobs are still being created. A continuing flow of foreign direct investment, uh, the public finances in a strong state. So we have um, the economy in is as was in a good position to weather the global slowdown that we're almost certainly going to see in uh, 2023. And as was on another optimistic note, what we've seen in recent months, and we've seen it over the Christmas as well, uh, there's been a marked fallback in terms of oil prices that are around eighty dollars a barrel, we're at one hundred twenty and also a sharp fall in gas prices. And we're beginning to see falls in headline rates of inflation, which is very welcome. And we've had, we've had early data now out of, out, of, uh, out of some of the Eurozone economies for December, much bigger falls than anticipated, reflecting that decline in energy prices. So if we can, if that's sustained, and there's obviously a lot of uncertainty here on gas and the situation in Ukraine and Russia, but a marked fall in inflation over the course of the year would mean uh, it would set the economies up for recovery in 2024.
Ollie, we'll leave it there for today. Thank you as always for your insights and thanks to our customers for listening in. To stay up to date with the markets, please press the subscribe button to A&B Market Talk wherever you source your podcasts. Talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. AIB NI is a trademark used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC. Authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC. Authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.